0: Welcome to episode 134 of Morning Kickoff, a weekly Vikings football podcast where we cover all-news football. I'm your host, Matt Witt, and today we're live on youtube.com slash Witt, where we um, do our little live streams every Monday and Thursday at 9 o'clock central in the morning. You can come check us out at YouTube, or you can listen to all the pre-recorded podcasts wherever you get your podcasts. Today is Monday, November 22nd, and today marks the day that the Minnesota Vikings— we finally have a feel-good Monday. It finally is happening. And I am on a Minnesota Vikings win high right now. Not because we won a game and now we're in the playoff picture. Not because the Minnesota Vikings finally have a working offense. But because we beat the Green Bay Packers on as underdogs on a very important game for this Vikings team. And we're going to talk about all this on today's episode of Morning Kickoff. We're going to talk about both. We're going to recap the game and we're going to talk about playoff it's it's time we're talking about playoffs we talked about it after the chargers game but now we're in the playoff picture and it feels so good for the vikings and we're going to talk about all this on today's episode of morning kickoff i hope you all do enjoy do you enjoy listening to this podcast if you don't that's totally fine but if you do and would like to help out there will be a link in the description that will bring you to my merch store at this store we sell t-shirts sweatshirts and mugs and all of the profit earned will go towards the production of this podcast thank you all enjoy the show Minnesota Vikings come up with a big time win as two-point underdogs in this game the Minnesota Vikings have now won two straight beating the Green Bay Packers at home 34 to 31 34 to 31 good game again by the Minnesota Vikings and Packers best game I've seen of the season I'm a little bit biased there but best game I've seen of the season so far Vikings progressed to five and five on the season five and five a 500 team now very comfortable with that right now, uh, considering the Vikings were looking bad in the first half of the season. Packers fall to 8-3. and three. Not only did the Vikings just beat the Green Bay Packers, the arch rival, at home as underdogs. Now we're in the playoff picture. Not only did we just beat the Green Bay Packers, but the Green Bay Packers are no longer the number one seed in the NFC. As the Arizona Cardinals took that title, and hopefully they can stay there. Because we don't want the, the Packers to be at home in the playoffs in January weather and have a bye week. Minnesota Vikings are now in the playoff picture. Packers fall to 8 and 3 are now 2 and 1 in the division. 2 and 1 with that one loss being to the Minnesota Vikings. The Vikings are 2 and 0 oh in the division. So the division is a two uh two team race right now with the Packers and Vikings. Uh Packers have a significant lead right now in the NFC North, but it is still up for grabs cuz next week we we'll play the 49ers. Next week the Packers play the Rams. Then we're going to talk about if the Vikings can win the division depending on how week 12 talk uh, looks like. But it feels so Good. Minnesota Vikings. If you're not a Vikings fan, you you might be actually able to understand this feeling. But just the feeling of beating the Green Bay Packers, like seeing the Packers lose and the Vikings win at the same time is the best feeling in the world. And this last weekend, not only in Vikings, in Minnesota Vikings, my Gophers also won. My Gophers won. My Timberwolves won. The, the Timberwolves beat the... Um, beat the Grizzlies, so just an excellent weekend. If just our Minnesota United loons won in their playoff game, that would put the icing on the cake, but as a whole, just a great weekend for Minnesota sports, and it feels so good, and I haven't felt, I haven't been on this much of a win high by the Minnesota Vikings in a long time. Vikings beating the Chargers might have been a very good win by the Vikings, but Vikings beating the Packers, it just feels good, and it feels good every year that we've beat the Packers. Vikings have split with the Packers the the fast the past few seasons and right now out of the last 5 years uh, I believe it's 6-4 and 1 now against the Packers. So Vikings have outperformed the Packers in the last 5 years and it just feels so good right now. Minnesota Vikings are now in the playoff picture as a 5th seed or no, as a 6th seed tied with both the uh, 49ers and Saints. And we play the 49ers next week. So you already know how that's going to go down. Uh, We're going to play the 49ers next week. We're both tied at five and five. Saints are also tied at five and five and will play on Thursday Night Football. So again, if you're a Vikings fan, I don't have to tell you to cheer against the Saints. But again, cheer against the Saints on Thanksgiving. Anyways, now getting to this game, getting to recap this game. Justin Jefferson, have a day. Okay, Minnesota Vikings, Clint Kubiak did everything right. He did everything right in this game, and you love to see it. I said going up in this game, I said do not revolve around the run. I understand Dalvin Cook is a great running back. I understand Dalvin Cook can make big plays, and the last couple times we played the Packers, Dalvin Cook had a day. We are not the 2020 Vikings. We are not the 2019 Vikings. We are the 2021 Vikings where we revolve around the pass game that has Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen. Justin Jefferson in the first quarter had three receptions for 104 yards. Let me actually restate that a little bit more clear to get that across. In the first quarter, Justin Jefferson had three receptions. Three. For 104 yards. 104 in the first quarter with three receptions. Didn't have any in the second quarter, and I'm totally fine with that. I was fine with the Vikings using him as a decoy in the second quarter because they still looked good, even though they didn't target him in the second quarter, but just have a day Justin Jefferson. In the first quarter, Greg Joseph made a 51-yard field goal set up by Justin Jefferson. Mason Crosby made a 54-yard field goal. Dalvin Cook had a one-yard rushing touchdown. All set up from Justin Jefferson. Just have a day. And in the second quarter, again, Thielen got his weekly touchdown. Adam touchdown down Thielen is back. I mean, just have a day Vikings offense. Just have a day Vikings offense. And when I say Vikings offense, I'm talking about Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson is on his second year in the NFL. Wide receivers typically play around 10 years. Assuming Jefferson plays with the team, gets another contract with the Vikings, we have another eight years of dominance with this guy. Another eight years of his prime. It's his second year. Vikings look great. When you target Justin Jefferson, Vikings going into the halftime. We're up by six. We are never comfortable with a lead at half. We aren't because typically in the third quarter, you see a lot of run, run, pass, punt, run, run, pass, punt, every drive the Vikings have. This was a completely different story as Clint Kubiak is finally the aggressive offensive play caller He should have been all season so far. He finally has hit it. He wrote down his notes, target Justin Jefferson equals win. And it happened the last two weeks. And I said after the Chargers game, I said Justin Jefferson had a great day against the Chargers game and was the biggest factor on the Vikings winning that game. That's not even going to be top 20 of his best games of his career. That's how talented of a wide receiver we have on our roster right now. Justin Jefferson, JJ, Jettis, is elite, and he is top five in the NFL right now. Top five in the NFL right now, and he's on his second year. Second year. In fact, I don't even know if I can name four receivers in the league better than him right now that are playing better than him. I mean, Devontae Adams, maybe Um, Cooper Cup. If you're on a high Cooper Cup right now, Uh, Debo Samuel, DeAndre Hopkins, maybe. I mean, Tyreek Hill, possibly Stephon Diggs. Like there's receivers who have the bigger name. But Justin Jefferson so far this season has been even top three in the NFL. This man is elite. And we have to continue to revolve our offense around him. Because this is the result that you get when you revolve your offense around Justin Jefferson. When you revolve your offense around Kirk Cousins in the pass game. When you put the ball into Kirk Cousins' hands, this is the result that you get. Oh yeah, and you still have Dalvin Cook on your roster. Yeah, just remind defenses. When defenses are designed to stop Justin Jefferson, when defenses are designed to stop Adam Thielen, you still got JJ on the roster, and you can get some plays with that. I mean, you still got uh, Delvin Cook on the roster, and you can make some plays with that. He came through in the fourth quarter, had a great fourth quarter. As a matter of fact, had an excellent fourth quarter, and it was back and forth all game long with the Minnesota Vikings. Great day. Great day by this Vikings offense. And this is the Vikings offense we should have seen all season. If we bring this offense against the Packers, because we are a hot team in the NFL. Minnesota Vikings are one of the hottest teams in the NFL right now. After beating the Chargers and Packers, two playoff teams, not only are the Packers a playoff team, but they are a Super Bowl contending team. Got a little runny nose right now. They're a Super Bowl contending team. We beat two Super Bowl contending teams, back playoff teams, back-to-back. Minnesota Vikings are red hot in the NFL. We might be 5-5, five and five, but we are the best 5-5 five and five team in history. Minnesota Vikings offense is elite. And let's take a look at these stats. Because the Vikings offense, not only did Jefferson have a great day, Everybody had a great day. Kirk Cousins, 68 completion percentage, 341 passing yards, three passing touchdowns, and a 128.4 QBR. Or sorry, passer rating. So right there, um, Kirk Cousins, it looks like best game of his uh season so far, had a great day. Uh Kirk Cousins did throw a couple bad passes. Um, we were luck we got very lucky on that roughing the passer that the uh, Packers defense had because that would have been an interception, his third of the season. Um also Uh, I think it was Darnell Savage didn't get the completion. Also, another interception that could have been an interception. Both those could have been game-changing plays, and the Packers could have won on either one of those interceptions that they had. But as a whole, Kirk Cousins just have a day. I mean, come on. Kirk Cousins just played amazing. And we have to give some credit to this Vikings offensive line as well because the Vikings offensive line did an okay job. Only Udo didn't have a penalty in this game. Is this Vikings opposite day? It must be with how the Vikings team looked. Justin Jefferson, 10 targets, 8 receptions for 169 yards. That averaged 21 yards per reception. Amazing after the catch. Just an absolute powerhouse of a wide receiver right there. And the Vikings offense as a whole with two receiving touchdowns. Adam Thielen had 10 targets. So, yes, Thielen had 10 targets for 8 receptions in this game as well. Thing is a little bit different with him. He had 82 receiving yards with a touchdown. Dalvin Cook Still had a great day. 25 t- uh, total touches, 115 scrimmage yards, 3.9 yards per carry, a touchdown, and a two-point conversion. I mean, all of, this is our Vikings offensive trio right now. Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, Dalvin Cook might, bake, might make the best Minnesota Vikings offensive trio I have seen in my time. This might be the best offensive trio. Better than the Stephon Diggs, Thielen. And Dalvin Cook um, offensive trio we had a couple years ago. This might be the best one I've seen and possibly the best in the NFL right now. I mean, this offensive trio, wide wide receiver, wide receiver, running back trio is the best in the NFL, and they are elite. All three of these players, Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, and Dalvin Cook are all on track to break a thousand yards this season. They're all on track to get a thousand yard season. That's how great of a season we're having right now on the offensive side of the ball. Justin Jefferson almost has 1,000 yards already. Same goes for Dalvin Cook. Uh, Thielen should also be getting there, as assuming they continue to target him in the red zone. We'll also be racking up both the receiving touchdowns and the receiving yards. So just an excellent day by this Minnesota Vikings offense. Have a day Vikings offense. All four quarters was just amazing. I mean, Vikings didn't even target Jefferson in the second quarter, and they still had a great day. And Jefferson just lit up the first quarter and entire second half, just eating up field yardage, getting assists on every touchdown the Vikings have had, went to Justin Jefferson. There wasn't a call by Clint Kubiak that I was not comf- that I was not okay with. A lot of people get mad in that third and one call where they gave it to CJ Ham. Uh, it was a third and one call. They give it to the fullback. We see this by, by the Vikings a lot. Uh, a lot of people were mad. I see on Twitter. A lot of people were angry and I get it. Whenever the Vikings don't convert on third down uh, Vikings fans are not happy, but as a whole, the play I don't think is that bad. I think it was a solid play because it's worked so far this season where you're giving it to CJ Ham, a big body back running for your first down and it's worked so far this season as he's a, like I said, a big body uh, back who's a power back who can get you one yard. Typically does work, didn't work in that play. But again, I didn't I didn't hate the call. But again, you do have Dalvin Cook, and that would be the smarter move to make, would be giving it to Dalvin Cook. But just have a day Vikings offense. We have to bring this Vikings offense every week. Every week. Week in, week out. When we play the 49ers, I don't care. Bring this offense when we play the Lions. Okay, give Jefferson 10 targets plus when we play the Lions. I don't care. Just Play this same offense. Clint Kubiak, bring whatever playbook you had in this game every single week. Bring that week in, week out, and the Vikings can make a playoff run and a potential Super Bowl run. I mean, it's... Yeah. Yeah, Vikings can. Let's say it, because who in the NFC right now do you fear? Who is scary? Rams? Rams just got exposed the last two weeks. They don't look that scary in the NFC. I mean, Buccaneers, Tom Brady in the playoffs, maybe... But again, they're still going to have to go on the road in the playoffs, assuming they win their division and are a fourth seed. I mean, Cardinals, we nearly beat the the Cardinals. It was a chip shot field goal away from beating the Cardinals. Who in the NFC do you fear right now? Vikings can make a Super Bowl run. And I don't want to get your hopes up right now, but take a step back. You look at the teams in the playoffs. There's no scary teams. We just beat the Packers. They were one of the best teams in the playoffs or one of the best teams uh, in the playoff picture right now in the NFL. You have the Cardinals. I mean, Chip field go away from beating the Cardinals as well. Like as a whole, any given Sunday, any team can be any team. And this is why the NFL is the best sport in the world. It is because any week, any team can be any team. You are one and done. And this is why I love football. It's so much better than baseball. So much better. I mean, with the salary cap and everything, it's just no matter what team it is, they can win. I mean, the Lions almost just beat the Browns. The Lions nearly beat the Browns. Not only did the Lions just beat the Browns, but the Texans just snapped the Titans winning streak. I mean, any week, any team can be any team. And this is why the NFL is the best sport in the world. And this is why I love the NFL, because anything can happen. You also have right here, you have the Colts, who just destroyed the Buffalo Bills, exposed the Buffalo Bills. They didn't just beat them. They beat them 41-15. to and the Houston Texans beating the Colts snap, snapping the Colts or sorry snapping the Titans winning streak just a lot of upsets yesterday you also had the Eagles beating the Saints i predicted that win just an excellent win by the Eagles love to see them beat the Saints but as a whole Vikings we're going to take a step back here because believe it or not the Packers offense had a better game than the Vikings offense i mean statistically Based off of the eye test yesterday, though, Vikings offense looked better. But statistically, the Packers offense, they had more rushing yards, more receiving yards, and the Vikings punted more times. Vikings had a higher third down efficiency, more first downs and a higher time of possession. So Vikings offense and Packers offense were even split down the middle when it comes to those uh, stat categories. Vikings allowed 467 total yards and 31 points against the Packers. So Vikings defense didn't have a great day. It was more the Vikings corners and secondary as a whole sucking. The Vikings secondary was so bad yesterday. And I mean like terrible giving up a 75 receiving touchdown to Marcus Valdez Scantling on Xavier Woods. You gave up two easy touchdowns to Devonte Adams. I mean, Devonte Adams destroyed Mackenzie Alexander likely put his job away. His next year, he's probably not going to get another contract because of that one play that Devonte Adams had on him. I've got a little bit of a cold right now, but still I'm, very excited on this Vikings team. Just an excellent performance by this Vikings offense and the defense secondary did a terrible job. I mean, Mackenzie Alexander had a bad day. Xavier Woods gave up two touchdowns. I mean, Xavier Woods, what happened? You were you coming off of a No, you didn't come off of an injury. That was Harrison Smith. Harrison Smith had a great day. Harrison Smith ha, uh got his another sack. He was uh he had one sack on the day and um is now the most the defensive back with the Vikings who has the most sacks in NFL history. So great job for Harrison Smith, longest tendered Viking. We love him on our team. You know who did have a good day on the Vikings defense? Armand Watts. Armand Watts secretly, like, very subtly went off in this game. And nobody's talking about him. Armand Watts stepping in for Michael Pierce has been amazing. Armand Watts, sixth-round draft pick out of Arkansas in 2019, is looking amazing starting at nose tackle. And... He's looking like Michael Pierce out there. We're missing Michael Pierce and Daniel Hunter on our defensive line, but our defensive line had a great day. They were able to stop A.J. Dillon to under four yards per carry and able to get to Aaron Rodgers all game. Aaron Rodgers averaged 3.1 seconds to pass on every dropback. 3.1 seconds. Excellent job, Vikings defense in the blitz game to be able to get to Aaron Rodgers on every dropback. 3.1 seconds to pass, and he was able to put up those numbers. I mean, come on, defensive line. Just a great day. Armand Watts had 15. No, I think he had uh I think he had two total tackles tackling AJ Dillon twice. He had a sack, a forced fumble. I mean, just a great day from Aaron, from Armon Watts. Just an excellent day. Armon Watts have a day forcing a fumble, getting a sack and also stopping AJ Dillon just secretly secretly looking great in this Vikings defense. It's good to see Our Vikings defensive line without Michael Pierce and Daniel Hunter, two core starters. Not only are they core starters, but just excellent players at their position. Uh, Seeing our Vikings defensive line without two of their best players in their defensive line, uh, to have Dalvin Tomlinson play as great as he was. Uh, DJ Wanham was getting to the passer. Armand Watts, like I said, just have a great day. Uh, Everson Griffin made a couple plays as well. He did line up um, in the neutral zone, which was called for a penalty. So uh, put that aside, though. Great day from this Vikings uh, team. Really just opposite day as a whole. Like I said already, I mean, not only... About Ole Udo not getting a penalty in this game. But there was a lot. I mean, Vikings were a pass-heavy team. I said that. They're used to being a run-heavy team. We're a pass-first team now. Just opposite day. Uh, Not a whole lot of injuries on this Vikings team. But Bashad Breeland also didn't give up a touchdown in this game. Bashad Breeland didn't give up a touchdown against the Aaron Rodgers and the passing offense that they have. I mean, opposite day from this Vikings team. Greg Joseph making a game-winning field goal. A Vikings kicker making a game-winning field goal. I mean, just total opposite day from this Vikings team. Uh, The only thing that wasn't opposite was that it once again came down to the wire. It's every week that the Vikings are getting my heart pumping, getting my stress up, uh, coming it down to the wire in every single week. But again, I'm so happy. I'm just so happy with this Vikings team. Like, it feels so good. There's no better feeling. Like, maybe winning the playoffs. Take away beating the Saints in the playoffs. The second best feeling is just beating the Packers. Beating the Packers. It feels so good. It feels so good, and then the worst feeling is losing to the Packers. So that's what makes it even feel better: is just beating the Packers, and it just feels so good. Have a day, Vikings offense. Kirk Cousins had a day. Justin Jefferson had a day. Adam Thielen had a day. Dalvin Cook had a day. I mean, throw Tyler Conklin into the mix. He caught all of his passes. No drop passes from Tyler Conklin. KJ Osborne, you could throw him in there as well, just because he's KJ Osborne. But again. Vikings player of the game, undoubtedly why the Vikings won. The biggest reason why the Vikings won. Justin Jefferson for the second straight week is the Vikings player of the game. 10 targets, 8 receptions, 169 yards, 21 yards per uh, reception with two receiving touchdowns. Great day from Justin Jefferson and a great day from this Vikings offense. It feels so good. It just feels so good. Some other things to talk about here, though. Mason Cole started at center over Garrett Bradbury. I didn't mind the decision. I mean, Garrett Bradbury, he might be an 18th overall pick, but Mason Cole had played better this season so far. Yeah, we got ahead of ourselves on Mason Cole. He had a terrible day at center. Uh, bring back Bradbury back, just play him at center next week. Um, Vikings offensive line did okay. I mean, Christian Darius, I gave up a sack, and that was the second sack of the season that he gave up. Um, he's a rookie. You got to cut him some slack there. Oli Udo had a solid day. Brian O'Neill had a great day. Ezra Cleveland had a good day. Really, when you're not talking about the offensive line, they had a good day. And as a whole, the Vikings O-line did great. Vikings offense as a whole played amazing. And it's going to be interesting. We didn't play the best Packers team, though. We didn't. I mean, they missed. a. Aaron Rodgers missed in the first half, was not playing very well. He missed his target a few times. Um, they were without Jair Alexander. They were without Zadarius Smith. They were without Aaron Jones. I mean, the announcers made it very clear that they were without Aaron Jones all game long. Um, some core starters there, uh, David Bakhtiari, they were missing him as well. So they were missing a lot of core starters. I mean we were too, but they, when you look at it side by side, Packers were the uh had injuries were ruining him the most in this game. Actually, per Adam Schefter, hold on, I'm gonna pull this up because I just got a tweet from Adam Schefter. Okay. <clears throat> uh Packers offensive lineman guard, you saw him go down in yesterday's game. Uh Elton Jenkins suffered a season ending ACL. So Tough loss for the Viking for the Packers offensive line. Now I don't get excited about injuries. I don't care who the team is, whether that's the Packers. I'm not going to get excited about injuries. I hate them. Uh, tough to see him get injured. They also were without David Bakhtiari. So like I said, just. Like I said, the perfect timing Packers were were without a lot of um, the first team. We were technically playing their second team. O line by the end of the game with Elton Jenkins out with David Bakhtiari out. I'm missing a couple more names there. Packers will be sure to remind me of that if there is any Packers fans watching this. But as a whole, this Packer, I mean, Vikings here, this Vikings offense looks amazing. And the Vikings defense is able to come up with some big time plays as well. And you love to see it. our defensive coaching staff, Andre Patterson, big credit to him. Credit to Mike Zimmer. I mean, I didn't think I was going to be saying this, but credit to Mike Zimmer when it comes to this defensive scheme because his defensive scheme has worked this season. From Given the fact that we're without Danielle Hunter, one of the best defensive players in the NFL, he's been able to get to the passer with ease. Aaron Rodgers averaging 3.1 seconds per drop pack. So great performance from this Vikings uh, defense. And we're going to credit our majority of the credit goes to our defensive coaching staff here, but just being able to get to the passer with and without blitzing all game. Great performance. Next game, the Minnesota Vikings have a, Big one. You think this was a big game next week. The Minnesota Vikings will go to San Francisco to take on the 49ers. Both teams are 5-5 five and five right now playing for the wildcard spot. Whoever wins this game will be in the playoff picture, and whoever loses likely out, depending on what happens to the Saints. But this will be a Sunday game, 325 Central Time on Fox, and we'll preview this matchup on the upcoming uh, morning kickoff episode this Thursday. So I hope you all do tune into that. Minnesota Vikings come up with a huge win, and it feels good. How do we feel Vikings fans? How do we feel Vikings fans? Have a great day. The Minnesota Vikings after beating the Green Bay Packers feels amazing. I'm on a Green Bay Packers win high right now. I'm sure all you Vikings fans are uh, doing the same right now. Just very happy on that victory Monday after beating the Packers. It always feels good every season. Minnesota Vikings are now in the playoff picture after beating the Green Bay Packers at home. They are the sixth seed in the NFC and are playing to playing for a wild card spot. I mean the division you can play for the v- division. It's possible the Vikings can still win in the NFC North. It's pretty unlikely. We're going to take a look at the NFC North here real quick though. Uh taking a look at the NFC North. The Green Bay Packers are still on top of the division at 8 and 3, 2 and 1 in the division. That one loss being to the Vikings. Vikings are sitting at second, 500 team now, 5 and 5, 2 and 0 in the division. Bears are third. Three and seven. We gotta count the Bears and Lions out here, but Bears are third in the division. Three and seven, one and or one and one in the division. Three and seven on the season. Lions are oh nine and one. Lions are just having a great year. Great job, Lions. Just Jared Goff just throwing dimes. I mean, what a what a year the Lions are having. Um, still not eliminated from the playoffs though. They're oh nine and one, oh and three in the division. Um. If you can see in the background here we have our uh, tracking years since the Lions won a playoff game and in 2 weeks when the when the Lions are going to be eliminated from the playoffs I will be adding a little dash if we got the if we can get it to this one over here we'll be adding a little another tally mark to that and it'll make it 5 10 15 20 25 30 years since the Lions will win a playoff game After they're going to be eliminated in two weeks, assuming that they lose the upcoming uh, two matches up matches for them. We're going to see them on uh, Thursday Night Football this Thanksgiving as well. So assuming that they lose the next uh, two games, we'll add another tally mark to that as well. I'll be cheering for the Lions, though. They do play the Bears on Thanksgiving, and I'll be cheering for the Lions. So going to be interesting to see here. The Minnesota Vikings are playing for the NFC North. However, it's looking pretty unlikely. Uh, We're going to talk more about this going forward. But Vikings, what is looking likely? Vikings are now in the playoff picture. And we are here to stay. Vikings are not leaving the playoff picture. We are in the playoff picture as the six, as sixth seed in the playoffs. If you take a look at the NFC standings right now, you have the division winners. Cardinals on top at 9-2 over the Packers now. Uh, Packers second at 8-3. Cowboys third at 7-3. Buccaneers fourth at 6-3. These are your four division winners. All divisions are pretty much up for grabs other than the Cowboys who have the NFC East locked down at the fifth seed. You have the Rams who are seven and three Vikings, five and five at the sixth and Saints five and five. Those are all of your uh, playoff teams. As of right now, you have the Rams, Vikings and Saints in the wildcard spots. Uh, If you take a look at the tiebreakers though, we do play the Rams week 16. So that'll be a tiebreaker depending on who wins that game Uh, real quick. I'll say this and get out of the way. We don't want that fifth seed. Okay. Rams can have that fifth seed because me, I don't want that. I don't think us Vikings fans want that fifth seed because you look at the teams. If you're the fifth seed, you're going to have to play the Buccaneers on an away game in Tampa Bay. You're playing Tom Brady in the playoffs. No Rams. You can have that. Take that fifth seed as a Vikings fan. I want to get that sixth or the seventh seed and play either the Packers or Cowboys in the playoffs. As long as we can avoid playing Tom Brady and and on the playoffs in January, you can have that fifth seed Rams. I want that seventh or sixth seed right now. Um, we do play the Rams week 16, so whoever gets that head-to-head win will get the uh, tiebreaker if the Vikings and Rams finish with a tying record. A lot of tied teams right now, a lot of five-wins teams. you got the 49ers, also 5-5, five and five, who we will play this week on a head-to-head tiebreaker. Uh, Eagles are 5-6. and six. Panthers are 5-6 and six as well. We have the tiebreaker over the Panthers, so if we finish with an even record against the Panthers, we have the tiebreaker since we have that overtime win against them. Uh, Eagles are 5-6 and six right now after beating the Saints. Thank you for beating the Saints, Eagles. Credit to the Eagles. I hate the Eagles. I'm not an Eagles fan at all, but thank you for beating the Saints because that means we are the sixth seed right now. And if the playoffs were to happen to t- if the season would end today, we would be playing the Cowboys in the playoffs. And I would much rather play the Cowboys than uh, Cardinals, Packers, or Buccaneers. I'd be fine with playing the Cardinals. Uh, Cardinals also have that tiebreaker against us. But as a whole, Minnesota Vikings, we look good. We look good. And you take a look at the teams that we're competing against for that sixth seed, Saints, 49ers, Eagles, Panthers. Saints 49ers Eagles and Panthers we're better than all four of those teams I mean the Saints I can't believe they're five and five right now I'm shocked that the eagles are that the Saints are five and five it just comes to show how important defense and coaching staff is in the NFL that quarterback is not everything quarterback might be the most important position and uh can obviously bring your team to Super Bowls I mean we've seen it happen where quarterbacks single-handedly bring their team to the Super Bowl It just comes to show how important your coaching staff and defense can be to be five and five with such an awful offense. I mean, they've been without Michael Thomas the entire season, Alvin Kamara. They've been without a majority of the season, having... Marquez Callaway starting at wide receiver and they have Jameis Winston who's been out as well they got Trevor Simeon bringing them some wins so uh very interesting to watch the Saints play and uh, I don't think they're going to make the playoffs and I hope they don't make the playoffs and I hope they lose this Thursday night football um or Thursday night when they play on Thanksgiving I hope the Saints do lose as well but on top of that Vikings are four and two in the conference Saints are four and four so we have the edge on the Saints and uh looking good with the Vikings. It's looking good. It's looking more likely than not that the Vikings will make the playoffs. It really comes down to a couple key matchups here. It comes down to next week. Next week is the biggest one where the Vikings will go to San Francisco to take on the 49ers. Both teams are five and five right now playing for that spot. Whoever wins will move into the playoff picture. Whoever loses will fall out of the playoff picture, assuming that uh, the other teams, the same thing happens with them. So again, it's going to be a crucial game for the Minnesota Vikings this Thursday or this Sunday um with the Minnesota Vikings where they will play the San Francisco 49ers it's up for grabs right now in the NFC and it's 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 hard because Vikings are the best team they are the best five and five team I've ever seen in my life seeing how they played against the Packers and how they played against the Chargers before and all season as a whole every loss the Vikings have had has been within seven points or less the entire season has been so close where it comes down to the wire and the Vikings lose. It's happened all season so far. It's good to see the Vikings finally get a last-second win, where they did against the Panthers, where they got a last-second win against the uh, against the Lions, where they got a second last-second win this last Sunday against the uh, Packers as well. So it's been down to the wire in every game so far, and Vikings have lost by seven points or less, and you hate to see it because Vikings can be a 10-0 team right now. They can. It's that close. How every game has come down to where Vikings can be a 10 and 0 team, but instead they're a 5 and 5 team. Thing is, Vikings can be a 5 and 5 team, but they also could be a 1 in a 1 and 9 team right now. I mean, it just comes down to the wire in every game. I get. I say 1 and 9 because the only comfortable win we have was against the Seattle Seahawks so far, where the Vikings were underdogs in that game somehow. Um, but as a whole, the Minnesota Vikings are the best five and five team I've ever seen and should be making a playoff run in the wild card. Uh, assuming that we don't win our division. I'm just going to put it aside. I, I think Vikings fan are getting a little ahead of themselves by being the Packers saying that we're going to win our division. And it's just looking unlikely that the Vikings can win their division. Um, Packers are eight and three right now. I mean, we're going to have to have them fall apart. They do play the Rams next week. Rams are looking tough. I mean, Rams can definitely beat them. Um, but as a whole, Minnesota Vikings Packers. It's just looking likely that the Packers will take the division. If the Vikings can go to Green Bay and beat the Packers, though, like they did last year in 2020, I mean, then it'll be a different story. Then we're talking Vikings winning the division. If they can go to Green Bay and beat the Packers, that would be a crucial win for the Vikings, um, just as much as this next win against the 49ers would be. Hopefully Vikings can travel to San Francisco and beat the 49ers. You take a look at our upcoming schedule as a whole. Vikings have to win at least half of these games. At least half of these games, there's seven teams making the playoffs now. So Vikings can make the playoffs as a, um, what would it as a, even if the Vikings lose most of these games by one and the Vikings finish slightly below 500, Vikings can still make the playoffs as a seven seed, as there is seven teams making the playoffs, but as a whole, Vikings should win at least half of these games. You have the 49ers next week that we've talked about. You got the lions should win against the Lions. uh, Steelers, Thursday night football, bears Monday night football. Rams week 16, big game right there. Packers week 17, even bigger of a game. And then bears week 18 to finish out the season at home. Minnesota Vikings upcoming schedule looks pretty rough. A lot of playoff teams right there. You have the 49ers. um, I guess 49ers aren't in the playoffs right now. They're in the hunt though. Steelers are in the playoffs. I mean, Rams are in the playoffs. Packers are in the playoffs. That's four out of the next six games that we have or seven games that we have. So a majority of the upcoming games that we have are all against playoff contending teams. And we've seen how the Vikings have played against playoff teams. It's been well. I mean, Vikings should have beat the Cardinals. We beat the Packers. Uh, We beat the Panthers. I guess they're not in the playoffs right now. But again, we beat the Chargers. We beat multiple playoff teams where Vikings can outwin all these matchups. Any given Sunday, any team can be any team. And that's why I love the NFL. This upcoming matchup for the Minnesota Vikings against the San Francisco is the one we got to focus on here because that is crucial game for the Vikings to beat San Francisco. If they want to lock down that wild card spot, you got to beat San Francisco. It just has to happen. They are a hot team in the NFL right now and are on a couple game win streak and they're looking tough. You know who's also looking tough? The Minnesota Vikings. So that's just going to be a thriller of a game and I'm glad that it's going to be an afternoon game at 3:25 because afternoon games are always better than noon games and I love to see it happen. Minnesota Vikings big game for them to win. Right now we are 2-0 in the v- division. So Depending on how the Vikings will play the Packers Week 17, if they can travel to Lambeau Field and beat the Packers Week 17 in that cold weather, I mean, Vikings can definitely make a run for the NFC North. I'm not saying that the Vikings aren't going to win the NFC North. I'm saying we got to dial it down with the NFC North talk right now because uh, next week the Vikings will play the uh, this 49ers. And that's what we got to focus on right now is just locking down that wildcard spot for the Vikings team because first you got to win that game if you want to make a run for this playoffs um, or for this division right now. Uh, Vikings can win the division. <clears throat> I'm not saying they can't, but as a whole, Minnesota Vikings are locked down as a playoff team. If we beat the 49ers, we should be a playoff team. I mean, right now, we're looking like the best 5-5 five and five team. We are. We're looking like the best 5-5 five and five team in NFL history. Vikings team just looked dominant the last couple games. The Vikings offense, I'm talking about the Vikings offense here, looked unstoppable the last couple of games where Justin Jefferson is just lighting up defense, eating up field yardage. Um, Adam Thielen obviously getting his weekly touchdowns. I mean, and then... I've, Tyler Conklin also in the red zone. Oh, yeah, we we have Dalvin Cook in the roster as well. So just Vikings offense is looking great. Offensive line also stepping up. So Vikings team as a whole looking great and coming up with some defensive plays, sacks and turnovers the last couple games as well. Great performance from this Vikings team. And you love to see the win against the Packers. And it feels so good to beat the Green Bay Packers at home on a crucial win. For the Minnesota Vikings. Love to see it. Vikings will travel to San Francisco to take on the 49ers next Sunday, and we will preview this matchup on Thursday. I hope you all do tune into that. That's going to wrap up episode 134 of Morning Kickoff, one of the more fun episodes I've ever recorded. Uh, 134 of Morning Kickoff. I hope you all did enjoy listening to this episode. If you did, be sure to rate and subscribe to the podcast for more Minnesota Vikings football-related content. Thank you all for tuning into this episode of Morning Kickoff. Have a great day.